This is the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary for October and November of 2017. It is that time of year again when combines are rolling. However, uneven weather and parts of the American Corn Belt in Ontario have delayed harvest. There's nothing particularly unusual about this as we have it every year. U.S. crops are huge, coming off the fields, and the market will certainly be making further adjustments. The final determinant on yield will come in the January USDA report. However, the October USDA report, released October 12th, helped to refocus the trajectory of grain prices as we head into the end of 2017. In the October 12th report, USDA increased U.S. national corn yield to 171.8 bushels per acre, an increase of 1.9 bushels per acre over their September estimate. This put the 2017-18 corn production at 14.28 billion bushels on the high end of pre-report estimates. The USDA also pegged corn ending stocks at 2.34 billion bushels, which was up 5 million bushels from their September estimate. This number was a bit of a surprise, especially with the dry weather throughout the American Midwest this summer. The USDA estimated soybean production to be 4.431 billion bushels, which was a decrease from their September estimate. This was based on a 0.4 bushel per acre cut in U.S. national yield to 49.5 bushels per acre. However, the U.S. soybean harvested acreage is at a record high of 89.5 million acres, which is up 1% from the USDA September estimate. The U.S. domestic soybean ending stocks were also pegged at 430 million bushels, which was down 45 million bushels from their September estimate. This was generally looked at as bullish on report day, and soybeans responded by going up 26 cents a bushel. U.S. domestic wheat stocks were set at 960 million bushels, which was 27 million bushels higher than their September estimate. On October 13th, corn and wheat futures were lower than the last market trends report, so soybean futures were higher. December corn 2017 futures were at 3.52 a bushel, the November 2017 soybean futures were at $10 a bushel, and the December 2017 Chicago wheat futures closed at 4.39 a bushel. The Minneapolis December 2017 17 wheat futures closed at 6.15 a bushel with a September 2018 contract closing at 6.33 a bushel. And the nearby oil futures as of October 13th closed at $51.45 a barrel up from the nearby futures of last month of $49.89 a barrel. The average price for ethanol on September 15th in the U.S. was $1.65 a U.S. gallon down from last month at $1.75 a U.S. gallon. And the Canadian dollar noon rate on October 13th was 0.8008 U.S., down from 0.8209 U.S. reported here last month. And the Bank of Canada's lending rate remains at 1.0%. In Ontario, harvest has been in full swing across the province. However, rainfall, starting on October 5th, has held things up. Soybean yields have been variable across the province, generally speaking, a little bit less than last year. Droughty conditions in summer in some areas have impacted the soybean yields. Many wheat fields got planted right after the combine rolled through early in late September and early October. As of mid-October, many of these fields have emerged and looked very good. There will be a renewed effort to get wheat planted once the weather clears and the ground dries up. Basis levels have been maintained since the last market trends report. The Canadian dollar has dropped off the 82 cent level and is currently fluttering near the 80 cent level as of October 13th. This has helped maintain basis levels across the province for both corn and soybeans. However, it's a far cry from where it was last May as cash basis was eroded by the increase in the Canadian dollar. 
As always, Ontario farmers are focused on the dollar's value and its effect on Ontario cash grain prices. Now, as we move through harvest, basis conditions may change locally depending on the quality and availability of corn. Statistics Canada has estimated that Ontario corn will be 169.5 bushels per acre. If this is the case, at over 2 million acres, the corn supply Ontario will be burdensome into the future. However, those numbers seem optimistic at this time. As we move into harvest, newer information will refocus the Ontario corn supply equation. And you can look at all our Ontario grain prices by going to the marketing section of our website. Now the market, the bottom line is, it is still a bearish time for grain prices, even through, though the October 12th USDA report did shine a bit of light on the soybean market. The report was actually quite bearish for corn, increasing yield as well as ending stocks. However, in many ways, it's not new news. The August USDA report was a surprise to the market, and we have been digesting this big crop for a while. Demand for all three crops remains extremely strong at record levels. Nearby soybean futures at the $10 mark is significant, especially on a year with a record crop at harvest time. The focus soon will shift to South America, where a new soybean crop is being planted in Brazil and soon to be Argentina. Planted acres are expected to increase in Brazil, but not necessarily yield versus the record levels of last year. If dry weather comes to South America and Brazil production is cut back below 100 million metric tons, then all bets are off for soybean futures prices. This drama will lay itself out in the next few months. Now, in the October 12th USDA report, the Brazilian soybean ending stocks came in at 184 million bushels. And for the next growing season, USDA is pegging Brazilian ending stock, soybean stocks at 90 million bushels. Without declining supply in the background, it makes any weather concerns going forward in Brazil a principal trigger on pushing soybean futures prices higher. The increase in corn yield in the United States coming out of the October 12th USDA report is testament, partly to the productivity of modern corn hybrids. This past growing season was extremely uneven and dry in many parts of the Midwest. However, harvest yields are strong, even in some areas of dry weather. This has put cash prices on the ground in the United States, slightly over $3 a bushel. And in many ways, one must consider how profitable this is and its implication for planting intentions in 2018. Now for corn, the corn market is range-bound in a much smaller range than over the last nine years. In other words, the corn market behavior tends to resemble the market pre-ethanol when prices didn't move in high ranges. For instance, this year there were very few predictions of five and six dollar corn futures. The futures price range is more like three thirty five to four twenty five. Corn has been range bound, but it is in a low range, not good if you are a corn bull. On the December daily charts we see a continuum of lower highs and lower lows over time. And this is definitely not bullish either short term or long term. Distant corn futures continue to show big carries. The December 2017-March 2018 future spread is currently at minus 13 and 3 quarters cents, which is considered bearish. And the December contract is currently priced in the lower 10% of the market's five-year price distribution range. Seasonally, the corn market tends to trend up through the first week of November. Now, for soybeans, one thing that the October 12th USDA did to the soybean market is take a bit of fear out of it. There was no increase in yield or ending stocks, which some analysts have been predicting. With soybeans closing at the $10 mark on the Friday after the report, there was some renewed optimism in the bearish grain environment. 
Now, central Brazil is dry, and this remains a source of concern for anybody wanting to short the soybean market. The trend in soybeans is up, as well as December soybean meal, reflective of the robust demand and concerns in South America. The November 2017-January 2018 soybean future spread is at minus 10.5%, which is considered bearish. And the November contract is currently priced in the lower 34% of the last five-year price distribution range. Seasonally, soybean futures tend to trend up through the first week of December. Now for wheat, thankfully for Ontario producers, wheat prices spiked at harvest time this past year. This was partly due to the drought in the American Northwest Plains, causing problems in the spring wheat market. This spilled over onto the Chicago soft red wheat market. However, since then, the wheat market has returned to its now bearish ways with owners' stocks worldwide and shrinking acreage in the United States. Ontario acreage is likely in flux in the fall of 2017 because the soybean crop is later than usual and now is affected by wet weather. It is simply a bit more difficult to get all the wheat acres intended in the ground this fall, and with that in mind, it is unlikely that Ontario wheat acres will reach 1 million, more likely around 800,000 acre mark. Now, in Ontario, Statistics Canada has estimated an Ontario average corn yield of 169.5 bushels per acre. If this comes to fruition, it would be a record corn yield, pushing Ontario's supply to unprecedented levels. However, the Ontario corn acreage of over 2 million is up for debate, as well as yield, as Ontario has had an uneven growing season too. How this affects Ontario corn basis levels is up for debate. At the present time, there is an American corn coming into Ontario, but... Is this, this is unlikely to continue based on the Ontario supply just now being harvested. It will depend on how reluctant Ontario farmers are to sell $4 corn. If they are reluctant, U.S. corn will be brought in to satisfy industrial and feed users. It is always a constant dance with Ontario cash prices with U.S. replacement price. Canadian dollar is falling back to 80 cents as of October 13th, and this will continue to play a role in the Ontario cash price market. Last May, when the loonie was 72 cents, in hindsight, flat pricing regardless of futures or basis made sense. Now, hindsight is always 2020, but as Ontario producers, we must be ready to adjust our marketing with the volatility of the Canadian dollar. Ontario soybean and wheat prices are always the most affected, corn not as much. And at times, flat pricing works within our Ontario marketing environment. There is still a world of hurt out there with regard to big crops coming out of the field. However, despite that, demand continues unabated and continues to grow. At a certain point, there will be a hiccup in supply, which will send prices higher. A soybean futures price of $10 might be gift-wrapped this harvest season. The challenge for Ontario farmers is to measure all of these different marketing factors, because there will be many marketing opportunities ahead. This has been the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary for October and November of 2017. I'm Philip Shaw.